0: After Theda and I separated in 2009, my sister Deb allowed me to come and live with her in the large house that she had. She had gotten divorced some years earlier. In her house was my mother and my sister's two children, Todd and Allie. The failure of my marriage though, not surprising, was devastating to me. My depression was deep and lasting, my fears and anxieties were getting worse, and I was taking more and more medication, just to deal with the anxiety. After my divorce was final, I tried to date again, using social media, dating websites. I had a lot of dates, but none of them developed into a real relationship. There were a few that lasted a couple months, one even six months. They all seemed to know who they were dealing with once they got to know me. It was hard to hide the kind of person I was until 2014 when I met Pam. Pam was different. She was five foot one with short dark hair and blue eyes and a great smile. We hit it off immediately. Pam had been divorced twice, and according to her, was treated very badly by her two husbands. It seemed as though I had found a kindred spirit in her. She was a professional. She had the responsibility of being in charge of many people. She was smart, but not snobby. Our relationship developed quickly and within a couple months I was living with her in her home with her 16 year old daughter Nikki even though I was still wrestling with my demons the situation felt right I felt as if I belonged where I was with Pam and Nikki I know Pam cared for me very much and I cared for her But it wasn't long before my limitations started destroying our relationship. I took a job as a shipping clerk, but my trouble sleeping was getting worse. Some days I would go to work with no sleep at all, or maybe an hour or two. I had a lot of responsibility in my job. It wasn't long before I was making mistakes, and it wasn't long before my boss got fed up with my mistakes. Even after warning me, I lasted about a year before I got fired. I tried to explain to Pam about my anxiety and my obsessions. I was still in therapy and I begged her to go with me so she could understand what I was dealing with. But she had had enough, approximately a year and a half into our relationship she decided that she did not want the kind of life that she was living with me. What started out so promising ended like all the other relationships in my life. I got another job in August 2016 as a security guard. It was a job that I liked very much. In late March 2017, I came down with a very high fever. I tried to go to work and do normal things while I was sick. I had a fever of 102 degrees. On April 6, 2017, my fever was so bad that I had to call the paramedics to take me to the hospital. They eventually sent me home with a note that told me to rest for a week, and with some over-the-counter medication. I don't remember what happened immediately. Apparently, the next morning, I dressed myself for work and got into my car. I blacked out while I was driving, and I hit another car and eventually wound up crashing into a building. I suffered a very bad concussion that was bleeding in my brain. I remember waking up in a hospital bed in intensive care with someone asking me if I knew where I was, and if I knew what happened. I said no to both questions. I didn't remember anything. After coming back from the emergency room, I had been in a coma. I'm still not sure how many days. I was very disoriented. They told me that they discovered that I had an AVM in my brain, a tangled mass of blood vessels that did not form correctly. It had begun. Leaking blood and caused me to black out. They told me they did not know if they had to operate. Its location was in the memory center of my brain, so any operation would be dangerous. They continued to do MRIs to check to see if it was still leaking blood. They're, they were able to stop it from leaking. After two weeks, I was released from the hospital. I was given more medication. It was anti-seizure medication that I would have to take until further notice. They told me I would have to have an MRI once a year so they could determine whether the AVM was leaking blood. I went through physical therapy because the concussion left me severely dizzy and my speech was affected. I would have to learn how to walk and speak correctly again. I was not permitted to live on my own since I was a fall risk. My brother Frank graciously allowed me to live with him in a spare room until I recovered enough. april 2017 until november 2017 i lived with my brother and his wife they took care of me well i continued to go to physical therapy i got better physically but mentally i didn't know how to cope this was absolutely the last thing i needed with all of my imagined Obsessions. I finally had something that was very real and dangerous to my health. At this point, I was 62 and chose early retirement, social security benefits. After my accident, I couldn't work. All of my savings were gone. I had nothing that belonged to me. Having my family close to me saved me from losing the will to live, especially my mother and my daughter Laura. The obsessive thoughts in my mind never stopped, maybe for a few days when I was in the hospital, but now I had a real concern. In November 2017, I moved into an apartment alone. A month after moving into my apartment, I tried to date again. I was managing to get enough sleep to keep going. I wanted something to live for. I met Deb through a matchmaking service. We hit it off right away and developed a close relationship. She is a very caring, sensitive person. She is a nurse. She knows my history. She knows my obsessions. And she seems to understand the kind of person that I am. I hope that she really does. I need to have someone like that. I am in therapy and my therapist is trying to understand how my mind works. So is my psychiatrist. I am not willing to take most medications that are prescribed for this particular type of mental disorder because I do not want the side effects. I've taken so many of them and they have very horrible side effects for me. I can't take a medication that drugs me to the point to where I feel like a zombie. That is not the way I want to live the rest of my life. I want an answer. The most common advice that I get from the therapist and the psychiatrist is to accept the thoughts and not follow them. So much easier said than done, of course. I have tried to describe what it is like to have the obsessive thoughts. These are very vivid, disturbing thoughts and fears. I am very familiar with the workings of the human mind. I know the role the amygdala plays in my responses. The amygdala is the alarm center of the brain. It is the most primitive, the lizard brain. It does not reason, it reacts. It reacts by sending an alarm. It says something is wrong. This feeling is stuck on almost constantly with my brain. It is like trying to ignore a very loud alarm bell or a very loud siren. If you hear a fire bell, you look for the fire, you try to smell for smoke, you look for the danger, but there is none. Still, the alarm keeps sounding. It is at this point that the therapist and psychiatrist will tell you to simply realize that there is no danger and to ignore the alarm. For those of us who hear this alarm constantly going off, we know you cannot simply ignore it. So they offer medication to help you ignore it. But the medication also keeps you from enjoying life. It dulls your senses. It takes away your ability to enjoy anything. And so they will say this is the compromise you must make to this disorder. I cannot accept that as an answer. I need to search for something that will turn off these voices, these thoughts, this loud alarm in my brain. I am obsessed with the fear that I will become paralyzed completely. This is one of my main obsessions. Some of my fears and obsessions I have been able to overcome through the years, but this particular one will not leave me. Perhaps because of the accident. I know part of what I experience now is part of post-traumatic stress disorder. It is a lot of unfortunate circumstances piled on top of each other. It is a mess that is getting harder to untangle. I don't know where to start pulling the thread.